bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawn. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! You know what that sound means? It means it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. And we are so excited. Uh, We're going to have the Crossville Lines in here. We're going to have Marlene Lopez and Yasman De La Cruz. I love that name. Uh, They're both Crossville Lines soccer players. They're going to be joining us via Zoom. Our show is not only on the radio, it is actually on Facebook Live also, and so you should check us out there, because we do a lot of videos and fun things, right, Steven? Yeah. A lot of really cool stories when we're not on the air and when we are, and then you can listen to the great music. So, uh, we have Meme of the Week right now, and so Meme of the Week, and I thought this is hilarious. This is appropriate for today, Stephen. James Spann, he's a legend, <laughs> an Alabama legend. And it says the ostrich, which is your your dude, Matt, right? Yeah, he's yeah. fun. He's a good guy. And he says this. He said, most meteorologists, but y'all don't remember Dan Satterfield that well. You know, most meteorologists during severe weather points to Fayette County. If you live in this part of Walker County, take shelter now. And I love this about James Spann. Y'all better get nervous if that jacket comes off. That's all I'm saying. Because it's going down. It says Span zooms into Walker County until there are no labels on the map. Everyone between Liberty Grove Baptist and Old Slick Lizard Barbecue needs to get in a safe space. And someone on Prospect Road go knock on Edna's trailer and tell her she's in the polygon. Yeah, that's a good thing about him. (laughs) He knows every nook and cranny of every place in his viewing area. Right? Yeah. Like he's, he's like, you know, if the cows turn left, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, he is he is so good, James Spann. And then there's this meme right here. And uh, I, I think it's hilarious. Steven, I don't know if you have problems with this, but mm-hmm. I struggle severely. Oh, yeah. And it's like me eating my white shirt. Let me taste it. Oh, yeah. Right? Every single time. Every white yep. shirt that I own is mm-hmm. ridiculous. And my wife, she laughs at me. Just, you know, little uh, little hen out there. Oxy sticks and uh, tied <laughs> to go. Tied pens Come and all on. That. I've never got those things to work. Though. Me neither. Now, yeah. the Oxy, the mm-hmm. Oxy stick works. Okay. It works. Cool. 
but the tide to go immediately like yeah. they're like it'll work and it's never really worked for me man how about these gas prices though right uh, gas prices are so high that tom brady had to come back to work i know man he yeah. wasn't making enough money to mm-hmm. to adjust for inflation of that gas yeah and, yeah that's hilarious i think that's like the best best explanation of what just happened to Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm glad to see the gas prices are kind of inching down little by little. Just a little, but it, it's anything's better than what we've been at. Exactly. So. And speaking of gas, <laughs> when you pull up to the pump... This is how it's done! Right. You know, you, we've been missing this. You got this thing on the inside of your car, right? Right. The dash, where it has the gas hand. It's got a little arrow that points to the right or to the left. Yeah. And that tells you what side the tank is on. Yes. What side the door is on. But this lady, she just backs it straight up. She figured life out. That way, it <laughs> doesn't matter if it's left or right, she is good to go. I will say about this method, if you got a backup camera, it works. Uh-huh. Secondly, I remember as a teenager running into one of those, like, you know, those rail things. Uh-huh. The, you know what I'm talking about? They're yeah. like in the shape of an M. Yep. Or, or an N. An mm-hmm. N. You don't do that when you back your car up like this. That's right. And so I think it's a solid idea. I don't know why I haven't been doing this my whole life. It makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. like the chance of you getting hit, mm-hmm. you know. These gas prices, okay, this is my biblical excuse for the gas prices uh-huh. right here. Yeah. These gas prices are probably the reason the armies in the book of Revelation are riding horses. Yep. I think that's a solid I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think that is the answer. Yep. And uh, I, I honestly, these, I love these gas memes, I, but I'll be happy when they're not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. you and me both. <laughs> so we do not throw away perfectly good food in the house. I don't oh, know no. if this happens to you. Mm, yeah. This is me every day of my life. We put the leftovers in Tupperware, put the Tupperware in the fridge, and we let it go bad. Then we throw it away. That is the customary and the acceptable <laughs> process of taking care of those leftovers. This happens in my life every week. Uh-huh. Seriously, in my it's wife's my life. Like, I'm like, I'm going to eat that again. Do I ever eat it again? Nope. No. And then my wife's like, it's so bad. We got to throw away the Tupperware, too. I'm like, no, not the Tupperware. You know? <laughs> But, uh, Why don't they just go ahead and make Tupperware that is the color of spaghetti? That, that way we can always be, get it clean. I agree, because that is the most frustrating thing when you have spaghetti leftovers. Uh-huh. It stains it red. It does. Why? I, it's just the thing. So I've seen questions. a hack on TikTok. <laughs> you like take a what? You take a paper towel, put a little bit of Dawn dish soap on there, get it wet, does it put work? it on the inside of the container, and then shake that napkin around on the inside with a little bit of water. Yeah, and it's supposed to work. Oh my god! I've tried it. It seems to really work. So I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, we report, you decide, right? Yes. Try it out. Yes. Let us know if it works. All I know is the shirt and the Tupperware. Those mm-hmm. are two deep frustrations in my life. Oh yeah. That, that play out every week. I tell you what's not a big frustration <laughs> in my life, and yes. that's the quality that you get from this little place called the Charburger. Char oh, yes. my goodness. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. I actually was watching their Facebook page. Somebody had posted that they like to leave little notes whenever they have really good food. So they'll like write a yeah. letter to mom on the napkin. And oh. So this guy did that. And just the things he had to say about the burger that was so good that day. Well, I was looking at the size of the burger. You can get up to a pound. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Jeez, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means you're not going to be moving for the rest of the day, but it's, I mean, it's it's a 
delicious burger. It's good stuff. Home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger Philly Cheesesteaks Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. They are not a disappointment. Who else isn't a disappointment? b, &B. B &B. Yeah. And I love that. You know, this guy, I'm telling you, he really has an upstanding establishment. Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's got the arcade in the back. He's got the, the video game retail in the front. He can get you just about everything that you need. Any kind of game, any kind of console. Oh, I saw where even the, uh, Atari. Yeah, I know. Atari. You know, I saw this today that one of the uh, demos of the Atari before it came out as the Atari just yeah. sold at auction for like two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Good not. That's video games. You video know, games. There's a market. Grand. There's a market. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, but Rick knows what he's doing over at B and B Video Games. Does an amazing job at everything they do over there. Yeah, and that you know, I don't know if you've seen that Netflix. You know, the games that made us or whatever the TV series on uh -huh. Netflix. Yeah, that's you know a good thing to do is watch that, and uh, a great place to check out after that. Great option is B and B because you, you, you could can call live that, those games. You could call that continuing education. Yes, right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like a it's almost like um, a field trip for video games yeah so you're educating yourself it's education you need that in your life tell your parents kids out there you just do. this is educational and hey <laughs> you got a chance to win a five person all day pass later on in the show so why not listen and call in and win that later on fantastic yep, yep. and so hey we are gonna go to some music and mm -hmm. we're gonna be right back because the fca is gonna be zooming in and we're gonna be talking to them See you over on Facebook Live, guys. Here's KB with the name right here on the Varsity Radio Show. All my heavy chains getting broken. I, I love the owner at B&B. Yeah, he's good, Rick. Nice and, guy. And not you, you're talking about what all they offer. He builds mm -hmm. these arcade-style games that have like 300 games in them. Yep. And I, I just think that's, that's really cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so... An Atari, $270,000. Yeah, it was the demo before it came out as the Atari. Oh, it okay. was like the, um, what Pre do they call those? It's like a, um, what is that? Had I paid attention really good on that Netflix series, I could have told you. Well, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> you know it's like it's like a concept car. Except oh, yeah. this was like a yeah. concept video game before they gave it the name Atari. So this is oh. like the, right before it came out as Atari, it came out as this. That's and cool. Two hundred seventy grand. Well, I mean, it's a lot can, of money. You can see it in that picture right mm -hmm. there. The Atari, yep. everything. Yep. I've never played an Atari. Did you actually get to play one? I did, yeah. Back in the fun. day. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't my first. My first was a Nintendo. That's what I had. Later on, we go to like Lacon Flea Market. Yeah. Over in Morgan County. Yeah. And we go pick up old gaming systems and games. I actually picked up old Commodore 64 over there. It's what? a really old computer. I even had one earlier than that. It was a Texas Instrument computer. I remember Texas yeah. Instrument. It was yeah. the keyboard that hooked up to a TV, and it had a cartridge slot in it. You put the cartridge in, and then you could program it. Wow. It was weird. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. As much as you like, have you watched that series I'm telling you about? I have, yeah. It's so good. It is. It really is enjoyable to watch. Yeah. What's up, Chris and Justin? Justin says, what's up, you wonderful guys? And Chris says, what's up? So, mm -hmm. what's up, guys? How y'all doing? And, uh, yeah, I love, I mean, I love video games. I just got my son his first one. Yeah. And uh, the, Grace has video games. Yeah, we have a Switch. And so I, I got my son a Cars racing game. Nice. You know. Yeah. He's gotten pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of him. You know? <laughs> That's good. Little, little skill there. You got, I think that's, you know, rite of passage. And does he play any games on the tablet or the iPad, anything like that? Uh, ever so often. Cool. 
not a ton, well, but ever so often. You know, a lot so. of people try to say, you know, I just don't want my kid to have a lot of screen time. But you just don't know how much that helps with their hand-eye coordination. I mean, there's there really you go. some educational purpose behind it, you know? So, I mean, seriously, <laughs> honestly. Uh, Chris, Bo- he says, uh, I played Papa on Atari as a kid. <laughs> and Donkey Kong. And, I, and Stephen, uh, what I was going to tell you... I saw this in auction. You're talking about auction. I saw this video game. I don't know if you had this with the Nintendo, but there was this game. It had a mat. Yeah. And you would run. Uh-huh. And uh, back in the day, I saw, I can't remember how many thousands of dollars, if you had that today, it would go oh, yeah. for. Do you remember the gloves you used to be able to buy for no! Super Nintendo? There no. was a glove that would actually hook up to the console, and you could do things with your gloves. With I your did hands. love Duck Hunt. Oh, it I'm was not going to lie. Yeah. I love Duck Hunt. The dog made me a little mad sometimes. He made me a little mad. The dog made me mad sometimes. The dog, There's just something about him. He just wasn't fast enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do your job. I'm doing mine. Why aren't you doing yours? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Do better. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the truth, really. Yeah. And I I enjoyed those games. But like I said, man, games have advanced so much. They really have. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Guys, if you haven't heard this lady, she really is one of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, She calls in almost every week, and uh, she has become just one of our favorite people, right, Stephen? Oh, yeah. Like, just genuinely, like, one of the kindest, most awesome people uh, in the whole world. And me and and Stephen, we're starting a campaign called Make Candy Great Again. Wow. You know? And I, I mean, uh, now, because I, we want to get her at the pulpit. No, 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 no. no. I can't get no. on board with that because okay, what's candy the, what's your quote? is already great. Yes. It's keep uh, candy keep great. Keep candy great again. There it is. I'm trying to get her on the podium speaking. So no. I should have I should have pushed no. that through to Stephen. He's real good at campaign no. logos. And so, uh, no, But no, anyway, no. we are so excited to have Fellowship of Christian Athletes Candy Armstrong, and she's going to tell you one of the many awesome things going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What is going down? Oh, well, we're busy. (laughs) There's so much going on. We just got back from staff retreat yesterday, so we are, you know, continuing to plan different things to reach people in our community. But I will have to say the greatest thing is our summer camps that are coming up. Um, We are in need of guy interns, though. So I have been out today trying to talk with different youth pastors in the area. If you've got any guys that you think would be interested that would be um, suitable for this position as far as working with the young kids, we wouldn't want somebody that hated kids to come no. to work sports camp. No, that'd be but, bad. But um, anyway, just trying to get some more guy interns. We're um, we're a little low on that number this year, and we would really like to see more guys get involved. Yeah. So if you know of anybody um, talking with different youth pastors in your area, we would love for you to send them our way. So that is a great need that I will say the FCA needs right now. Wow. But we have um, two exciting events, as you guys know, what? that's coming up. One is coming up soon on April the 18th. It's the Kingdom Men's Tuttle. Um, it's going to be held at Trash Panda Stadium on Monday, April the 18th at 6 p.m. Tickets are $10 per person. Not Champions bad. will be catering this event. And Coach Steve Spurrier will be the key, uh, not keynote guest speaker. He will be sharing 
a coach's testimony with the um, gentleman. So church groups are welcome, um, different men's ministry. Um, but we would love to see you there. You can follow us on NorthAlabamaFCA.org. And you can also purchase tickets there as well. And then on May 9th, we have a mother's daughter event from Message from the Mound that will also be Trash Panda Stadium, Monday, May 9th at 6 p.m., $10 per ticket, also catered by Champies. They have partnered with us on these two events. And um, you can buy tickets online there as well, North, NorthAlabamaFCA.org. But just lots, lots of stuff going on, lots of cool, exciting things going on. Um, we have got a tremendous group of interns for this summer. They are um, really getting after it. We have our virtual boot camp going on right now. And it we're starting week eight. No, week three today of week eight. Wow. We'll have eight consecutive weeks. But they have really been digging into God's word and really prepping and preparing for their positions this summer to lead the kids, you know, yeah. sharing the gospel, sharing the bridge. And uh, so we're, if you will join us in prayer for our interns this year and also to be preparing the hearts of the campers that we'll be having this summer. Man. So, and volunteers are welcome. We Always. have lots of campers. So we're always looking for uh, volunteers as well. Wow. I love Stephen. One of my favorite things about Candy is, is her authenticity. Oh, yeah. And uh, her care for this ministry. Mm -hmm. It's not a job to her. And I can mm -hmm. tell. I, I've talked to her on this show. And, and, and I'll say that. If you've got a kid out there, you want a group of people that legitimately, they're not trying to get your money. They really, 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 really care about your kid. Their salvation, they 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 do everything with excellence. These are your people, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They care. I, I've heard the emotion in Candy's voice before, and so I love you guys. Love y'all too. Thank and you yes, for calling it's in. Just, um, FCA has been a blessing in my life. That's for sure. So I'm I'm very thankful that God opened this door. To be a part of this ministry we thank you guys for your partnership in it and and that's what we're all called to do is to share god's word and to help build his kingdom so you know we don't save them he does he just calls us to go and that's what we try to do is we try to go and plant those seeds yeah well miss candy we are always super grateful that you call in and you have made our day yet again Thank you, thank you. Y'all are awesome. Keep, we love keep you guys. Candy, keep Candy great again and on the podium somehow. <laughs> Off Just the podium. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you there, Candy. We're going to get you there. No. <laughs> yeah. no. yeah. Hey, I'll stand on the side and hand out t-shirts or Bumblebee Awards there or something is. like that. Well, thank you so much for calling Miss Candy. You're welcome. You guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am. And now, today's clutch moment. Today, I want to talk to Robert and all of you out there about being broken. And I'm going to tell you an elementary school tale of my life. All right. Uh, without using names. So nobody gets, you know, highlighted. Yeah, don't call anybody out. But, you know, back in the fifth, sixth grade, I can't remember exactly what year it was. The fifth, sixth, no, it was fourth or fifth grade. Okay. I had the hots for a girl. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I like. You know how when you like a girl, you like mentally prepare yourself 
for the moment, like if I ever get the chance. Yeah. Like, yeah. and this girl, man, she hung the moon, I thought. And, and all my friends, she was in the group of friends we all hung out with. And I played basketball back then because that's what you did because it's Michael Jordan time. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, 90s. the Jordan days. And uh, I, one day, you know how your friends are. They're always super encouraging and everything and kind of throw you under the bus. And so they all started, Seth, you need to ask her. Go ahead and ask her. And I go, and she just laughed at me. Uh-huh. So I said, hey, will you be my girlfriend? Which took a lot of guts at it fourth does. or fifth grade, you know. And my, you know, I had the butterflies in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I was a little sick. And she laughed at me. Mm. And my little heart was broken. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was broken. And uh, that's not the kind of brokenness I'm going to talk to you about today. But I, I want to give you the definition of broken. Yeah. And uh, brokenness, it's a condition, and, and I'm going to come back to this, so I want you to hear this, a condition in which something is badly damaged and unable to continue uh, to continue the way it is or to work correctly. Okay. So there's a reason I say that, because I'm not talking about a little broken heart in the fourth or fifth grade. I'm mm-hmm. talking about uh, facts on brokenness. And I want to say this, because I think we need, Robert to be broken for our, our generation, our families, and our world. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of brokenness I'm talking about, that God breaks us. Yeah. And this is one of the first things he says. I mean, this is like the last thing he says, go and preach the gospel to all creation, mm-hmm. right? And, and and when he says this, he tells us to do it because he wants us to be broken like he is for people who don't know it. Okay. So here's some facts on brokenness. One of the greatest attacks of the enemy is to attack our image. Now, me and you are both youth pastors. Mm-hmm. And if there's a battle that our kids face in this generation, in this time, I think I would say it would be image. Oh, sure. You Absolutely. Know? So why do you think one of the first places the enemy attacks in our lives is our image? I think one of the biggest things is that we all desperately want a voice outside of ourselves to tell us that we're okay. Yeah. And so we try to get that from parents or coaches or teachers or friends or youth pastors or social media. I need some voice yeah. outside of myself to tell me I'm okay. Other than me. Yeah. Other than me. Yeah. 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 It can't come from within for some reason. Like, right. even if you're not a Christian, you probably agree with that. You know, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I would say this, Robert, and I'm with a lot of teenagers. I I joke about this with girls, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all call me up now. I'll give you the phone number for the radio station if you disagree with me. And we'll give you something. I don't know what it is. If you can, if you can prove to me that you don't do this, I have never watched a girl take one picture of themselves. You've never watched a girl take a take picture, like one picture. They oh, just, always just have one. Yeah. Oh, I just see. One. Yeah, yeah. They're like potato chips. Yeah, yeah. I bet you can't eat just one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's at least three or four taken before they decide on oh, one, yeah. right? So yeah. they're, you know, <laughs> you got to get the right shot, right? And, and so. <laughs> And joking with that, but in all sincerity, right? Like we, there's all of us, we have issues with ourselves and we get up and we look in the mirror and whether it's physical, spiritual, or emotional, there's something about us that we don't like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I like what Ephesians 2.10 says, though. It says, for we are God's masterpiece and he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us a long time ago. Yeah, I love that verse. I love that scripture. Yeah, that's, great. that's so good. Yeah. Because God's saying, look, I didn't mess up. I didn't make a mistake. Mm-hmm. You may think you were a mistake, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Which comes to my second point. The enemy wants you to live in your past 
in order to cripple your future. Yeah. And I'll say this to you, and you know this. Me and you go through this with teenagers all the time. The first roadblock that the enemy or yourself, for yourself, it may not even be the enemy, but for yourself will put up as a disqualification to be used by God or to ever do anything great is often our past. It is. Or maybe even, and I'll say this, I think this is most people, mm-hmm. a current restruggle. Yeah, yeah, you know? I think so. I want to be over this. I want to, and you keep coming yeah. back to it, right? Keep coming back. So why is the devil so quick to go back to our past and what we constantly struggle with? I think it's because it's effective. I mean, we fall for it, you know? Yeah. I heard a pastor say one time, your past is not your past if it's still impacting your present. Oh, that's deep, isn't that it? That is good. I like that. <laughs> but That's it's why true. I asked yeah. you to be here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Well, I just got it from somebody else. Right. <laughs> you know. But yeah, your past is not really in your past if it's still impacting you, still uh, clouding your thoughts and yeah. flooding your thoughts. and Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing I want to say is God wants your brokenness uh, to connect with and to help other people. Yeah. And this is something I've learned in life. Oh, I hate that we go through brokenness. I hate mm-hmm. that we go through struggles. I hate that there's things we don't like. But those struggles become helping things mm-hmm. for other people around us. Yeah, uh, It shows hope when people are in hopeless situations. Absolutely. So how can our, our uh, brokenness connect us to others? Well, I think it uh, brokenness always humbles, so it... It keeps you from becoming self-righteous. Yeah. But uh, this is a story of redemption, I think. Yeah. God will always take a negative, difficult, trying circumstance, and as bad as it might be, God can redeem it. Yeah. And then we can use that difficult circumstance and listen to others and minister to others and listen to others and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's powerful. Yeah. Man. God can take something that doesn't seem powerful, seems uh, hurtful and painful. Yeah. And that it becomes the most powerful thing in your life. Yeah. Crazy. Two, two things, and I'll say this. Me and you both know this. We're, mm-hmm. we're students of the Word, and yeah. there is nobody other than Jesus in the Bible that didn't have some kind of wrecked life. Right. That didn't oh, yeah. live in some kind of brokenness. And I think we think of, like, David and Moses. All oh, these people are right. No, they, you know. <laughs> David yeah. and Moses both killed people. I they mean, they were, they were both bad hey. I went through Genesis with our students just really briefly. Oh, yeah. And I uh, said, so, you know, if you think about all the characters in Genesis, yeah. this is a family that ought to be on the Jerry Springer show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is yes. really messed up. <laughs> and I, I just want to challenge you out there. As you look at yourself in the mirror, as you, as you struggle daily, I want to say to you that God sees potential mm. in your brokenness. Yeah. And uh, you may see yourself as messed up, but he sees yourself as a useful awesome person mm-hmm. that he created yeah hey we want to challenge you with that today and uh another challenge in place mm-hmm. we we like to talk about is bnb video games and uh i don't know if you've ever played some hard old school games but it's been a long it's time. challenging yeah you know yeah y'all play pac-man for a long time you know oh, <laughs> like, man they, it, you talk about anxiety right i know when, that's, I know. when it starts to pick up the struggle <laughs> struggle galaga <laughs> Those places at B&B Video Games, and then Charburger. Charburger. Mm. The place that never disappoints. Never. And the home of the famous Chargirl Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteak, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, reliable. And that's the Charburger. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but go over with us. Come on over to Facebook Live. We do fun stories, videos, and we show you what's happening behind the scenes. 
Uh, come join us over there at App Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. All right, and we have the privilege. We've already been having fun with them. Already. Uh, the amazing Crossville Lions, Marlene Lopez, and I love saying this name. Y'all, y'all, I'm going to say it a lot. Yasmin De La Cruz. De La Cruz. De La Cruz. And what's that mean? De La it's Cruz? so good. It gets even better. Go ahead. Tell them what it means. <laughs> it means of the cross. Come on. Hey, man. Man. <laughs> Her name is legit yeah. fire. Yeah. God. Yasmin. Okay. I mean, Lopez is pretty cool, too, though. I know. De La Cruz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lopez. <laughs> I'm not understating your name. I'm just like... Come on. <laughs> anyway, I'm motivated. Super excited to have you too. Marlene, you are a senior. Tell me, how long have you been playing soccer and uh, what does it mean to you? I've been playing for Crossroads since like seventh grade. Seventh grade. Mm. This is my sixth year and it just, it means a lot to me. It really does. Just because it was something else to do than just coming to school for eight hours something else that i got to share with everybody older girls younger girls and it was just like meeting so many people and growing into it a lot wow yasmin <laughs> well i've been playing soccer ever since i was little but and in a school team i've been only playing for three years and like marlene said it means a lot especially because coming from a dad that played soccer throughout his childhood throughout everything yeah. watching going watching him play it has just really really inspired me to like make him proud and do better training with him every day just inspires me like it just gives me a whole different vibe from everything wow oh, that's great that's good to hear that was L- motivating little bonding <laughs> yeah it's motivating yeah i love that y'all been playing soccer for a while so let's say there's a seventh grader it's her first year What's like a what's the piece of advice you would give her? Oh gosh, well my sister is the, her first year oh, as okay. a seventh grader. Yeah, and well as a sister, it's like my advice for her is just keep your head up. You know you're gonna make mistakes. Uh-huh. We'll fix them. There's like don't let a little mistake bring you down. If I yell at you, it's not because I'm telling you you're doing bad. It's just I want you to get better mm-hmm. at what you're doing. All right, and you? I think just enjoy it. It goes by mm-hmm. really fast. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy everything you can. The wins, the losses, just take it in. At what point did you realize, hey, I'm high school good at least. I, I can play on the high school, the varsity or the JV team. And this isn't just something that I'm okay. I'm really good at this. I think it was just like whenever you shake hands, whenever the opposing coach is like, hey, you did really good. Wow. I was like, oh, okay, I, okay, maybe I am good. Maybe I am good. Gave her confidence. That's a good, that's a like good, that. good way to look at I like that. Yeah. Yasmin. Well, I guess it goes the same for me, but just – in other words like my seniors marlene including whenever she tells me i do good or whenever my coach tells me i do good or other people it just really hits really tells me that i i earned a spot on a team okay mm. well let me ask you this so i th- i think every great athlete becomes great during practice okay so <laughs> during your practice i want you to give me and i hope your coach is listening your favorite drill that you do and, and the one that you would say hey this has really helped me develop as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then I want to hear the one that you like dread. You're like, ah, uh, your coach calls it out and you like, seriously, do we really have to do this? I really like Rondo. It's like we all get in a circle. Yeah. And then there's like a defender and we have to pass the ball around the defender. And mm. it's just very helpful on one touches, getting the ball around, communicating, talking. I think that one's really good. Awesome. And I like scrimmaging, but I don't like running sometimes. 
whenever she stops and goes, now we're gonna run it, run it again, run it again, uh, anything like that. <laughs> Yasmin? Well, for me, scrimmaging is like the best part. I'm there for the scrimmage. I don't care what we do uh, as long as we scrimmage. It's for me. Like scrimmaging is for me. And the least everything I like to do, I guess, is just run. Running suicides, running Indian uh, runs, Indian runs kill me the most. Oh man, who's the greatest soccer player who's ever played? In your opinion, y'all follow? I think Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo. I really don't have a favorite. Okay. Who's the best soccer player you've met in person up to this time? I didn't play with her, but I thought she was really good. And her name was Zena Alonso. And she had a sister, Lily Alonso, both really good players. Mm. I think Zena took us to our first playoffs, like for the girls. She was really good, really fast, really tall, always there. She's someone who I looked up to a lot when we were growing up. Wow. Yasmin? Well, for me, I guess, again, it would have to be my dad. But if it had to be someone else, it would really definitely have to be Marlene. Like, and it, like even before I got into soccer, Marlene. I would hear a lot of things about her. And when I went to go watch her, and she would just, like, get past all these defenders, I'm like, wow, how did she do that? Like, hmm. I wish, I, wish I, I, I could do that. Wow. Who would you say has motivated you the most? Like, if you could be like anybody, I think you kind of win in this way. Like, people, right now, Marlene, you are the senior upperclassman. But who helped you get there? Like, what other players? Get Name three. Three other players over your soccer career that helped you become who you are. Um, I think my four, my first one has to be um, Jimena Charis. She graduated last year, and I just, we've grown up together. She showed me. How to be a better person, a better player overall. It's, it has to be her. has to be Zena Alonso, like I said. And uh, my older cousin, Roxana Lopez. Three of the best players I've I've been able to play with. Wow. Yasmin? Uh, well, one for sure has to be Marlene, like I said. What? That's really my top one. Um, and from there, I really haven't had anybody else just guide me the way that I've been wanting. But I guess I've just taken my own dedication into the sport my own route me and my dad just here bonding you know yeah good. what yeah. do y'all do like a pre-game meal what do y'all eat pre-game meal oh, this is a thing i really don't eat before a game, oh, I yeah, before a game really? no i just feel i feel like if i eat even like three hours before two hours before i feel so heavy on the field and even on the field i cannot oh, okay. drink gatorade if not i feel heavy huh. i can only do water wow it gets heavy in your stomach yeah. when you run it like you feel the weight i don't know what about after the game what's post-game meal oh after anything anything anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything that doesn't move <laughs> anything, anything i don't have to catch it's mine yes <laughs> wow yeah okay well let's go farther with that tell us your pre-game ritual some people are superstitious I think every athlete probably has the butterflies before. How do you get rid of those? What's the thing I, you're doing? Are you listening to a song? Are you holding a rabbit foot? I, I don't know. Tell me what's going on. Well, for me, well, sometimes I do get butterflies, but I usually tend not to. And even if I don't, I just have to go out like on the field or on the basketball court. I just sit there and look and get in my mindset or either like walk a few laps before a game, shoot, especially shoot before a game. I feel like if I don't shoot before a game, I cannot do anything. But that's for me personally. Um, I just talk to everybody. I don't think I really get nervous, stuff like that. I talk to everybody. And then something I do is I don't put my shin guards in until right before the game. It's just something I've never done. I always mm. have my socks and then my shin guards right before I go on. She got ice water in the veins, man. I know. Not nervous at all. Yes, man, don't kick her shin. Just another day. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I act. The, another thing is that I act like after that, after that, 
I act so crazy. I don't even know what I do. I just scream and just, I don't know. I'm just like, the, I'm just crazy. That's You're like, ah! She's getting everybody fired I feel better. Yeah. I feel better. Yes. Firing everybody up. Life is better. Okay. What is the most memorable game that you've ever played in and what made it so, like, special? Like, you can almost, like, relive it in your head every time you think about it. I think I have two. I have one, like, the first year we ever went to playoffs for the soccer girls. Yeah. Just, like, being in there. Like, I didn't play for long. I think I was, like, 13. I think it was my first year ever. But he, uh, it was Coach Stevens, and he put me in for, like, maybe five minutes. But I think just being on the field and being at a playoff game, it was really cool. Mm, wow. Wow. Like, it was just really, like, a big experience to me. And then I sat the bench for, like, the rest of the game. But it was just a great experience. I think recently, like, it was scoring my first goal this season, my senior year season. Nice. It just felt really good. Wow. Who was that against? I think it was Collinsville. We were down by four, and I think there was, like, four minutes left, and I scored two back-to-back. Wow. Man. That was pretty cool to me. That's pretty awesome. Showed up clutch. (laughs) Well, for now, I guess you could say it was one game against Douglas. Well, we were down like, what were we, like 2-0 halftime? Yeah. It was 2-0 halftime. Then, like, a couple minutes later, after the halftime, we just kept scoring. Like, it was two, right? We scored two. I assisted Marlene for one. And we just kept coming and coming. Like, the goals just kept coming. It was like, what, 4-3? Yeah. 4-3, but sadly, we lost the game. But it was such a good experience. Like, the feeling of coming back and not losing at least really bad Sending it, we sent it yeah. after overtime we lost it in overtime because of golden yeah. goal but it was just like going into it it was usually nice wow competitive we got competitive super cool yeah i love that yeah what are y'all doing uh what's your future plans like post high school and stuff like that for me it's nursing, nursing. especially going to college traveling and yeah pursuing my dreams in nursing awesome uh i think i'll i'm gonna be a nurse practitioner down at uh, uab i'm in a major yeah that's great that's super cool. I hear how good Yasmin says that you are. Are you looking to play <laughs> college soccer? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I think she should. She doesn't want to. She's no, retiring. I, <laughs> no. I, I really want to go into the medical field a lot, and I feel like if I played college ball, it's just going to be really tough. Yeah, it's time-consuming. Medical school. Oh, man. Man, I'm trying to get her on the USA team. And then college <laughs> <soccer. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and go to some music. Hey, follow us over to Facebook Live at Varsity Radio Show. You get to see us goof off with these two incredible girls, and you can ask them some questions on there. See you there. All right. We are back with Marlene Lopez and Yasmin De La Cruz. Now we get into the good questions. So we were talking with Marlene. Her favorite movie is, and I think this is interesting because mm-hmm. this is a really good one with Robin Williams, Dead Poet Society. What is it about that movie that you like so much, Marlene? I think it just shows that there's so much more to life than just working. Medicine, law, all that. I think there's just more. So good. Yasmin, what's the most memorable movie you've watched? Oh, gosh. In a funny way, I guess it would be Encanto, like the Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Because all of my little, like, siblings and nephews and my cousins are just, every time I put that song, they're seeing their lungs off. Oh gosh, it's so, it's so cute for me. What's your favorite song from that movie? Uh, the one that says that they don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk about embarrassing moments, okay? We oh, I, we like to talk about this. I know. Look, I know you are superstars. Your life's perfect, and y'all never make mistakes. Of course not. But when you do, 
they're kind of funny. And so, oh, I, yeah. you know, I think we all have one of these moments, no matter how great of an athlete you are. So I want you guys to tell me of a time where you had an embarrassing moment, either during practice, on the ride to the game, at the game, something like that. Y'all talk to me. Um, I think mine was my first year playing for varsity. Yeah. And they did a corner, and I caught the ball in the penalty box. Oh. I just caught it for some reason. I didn't even try. I just <laughs> caught it moving like I'm that. I'm done. Wow. Yasmin? Well, for me, it hasn't been in soccer, but in basketball, we were having such a good moment. We were winning. We were having this amazing time. And one of my teammates, um, it was time for us to, like, um, throw in the ball. And I was throwing it in. And I just walked off with the into the court like nothing was happening. And then my friend was like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I did not know what to do. Wow. What do y'all do for fun outside of soccer? How, how does the team bond together? We have not done that. I don't think the team has bonded together. Oh, you haven't? Uh-uh. I guess we just do all of our bonding in practice in, in practice. the locker room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where everything happens. But outside of school, a, we haven't done anything. Y'all got a playlist in the locker room? Like music? <laughs> do we? No. <laughs> no. Do we do. I guess everybody just jams to their own thing. You know, y'all need to go to like the trampoline park or something. Yeah. <laughs> or go top golf. Or I think me and Robert <laughs> just figured out <laughs> if we could get your team hanging out together. They go undefeated. You'd go undefeated yeah. if y'all had that that <laughs> synergy, that team. Like chem- we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My friend over here. I love Robert. Uh, anyway, so y'all both want to be nurses. What made you want to be nurses? Well, for me, it's just the feeling I get when I walk into the hospital. Like my mom, she was almost dying. Of, I don't know. I think it was, it's when COVID was going around. But then like, it wasn't bad, but I just had to go, like, take her into the hour room and stuff. But a- anytime I'm in there, I'm not scared. I-, I just feel like that's where I belong. I feel like it's just me. Because one of my uncle's friends also worked there, and I just got to, like, go with her one day. Yeah. And it just felt good to be there. It felt good to help other people, just to be around them, wow. talk to them, socializing. Mm. That's cool. It's calling to her. I like that's that. That's what it is. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Marlene? Uh, I think mine is just helping people. I like to help people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you two are very impressive. Yeah. They're not I, in it for the money. No. And I have enjoyed this interview. Girls, thank you so much for coming on our mm-hmm. show. That was fun. And uh, I hope everything ends the way you want it to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're just really glad that we got to spend the afternoon with you two. Marlene and Yasmin, y'all are phenomenal. Thank you for giving us your time and having fun with us. Hope y'all have a great year. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Go Lions! It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. That sound lets you know that it's time for you to win a five-person all-day pass at B&B Video Games. And you're going to do this. We believe in you. We have faith in you. Uh, All you got to do is call in. And me and Robert, we're like phone a friend and we know the answer. So we're going to help you. We got your back. All you got to do is call. And question number one, you're going to answer question number one. After you answer that, you'll answer two more questions. Two more. And uh, and we're going to help you. It's going to be we're great. We're going to help. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? The car, the Porsche. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? Want to be on the radio? Call us now 
at 256-505-0885. All right. Hey, we are so glad to have Chris with us. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? The horse. Yes! What geometric shape is generally used for a stop sign? Octagon. Yes! Two also, for two. Also an MMA ring. Uh, so what is the name of the largest ocean on Earth? The Pacific. You got it! Chris, you've won Good job, Chris. a five-person pass to B&B Video Games that I know you'll probably take your family to. It's a date night. I'm going to take my wife. Hey, I've done it, and it's a good date night. Appreciate it. Bye, Chris. All right, we are so excited to be back here with a legend to the show. He's a legend to Gunnersville, Greg Glasscock. So what's going on in the wonderful world of sports? Well, I tell you right now, it's kind of hard to track everything that's going on because a lot of school systems are on spring break, so it's kind of hard to keep up. I know a lot of teams play uh, tournaments out of town, whether it's up in the Smoky Mountains or down at the beach or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know A-Rab, uh, Seth, your Knights had a very nice week last week. They Come on. Tennessee, and they actually went 3-1 and one during their spring break, and then yesterday, back here in the great state of Alabama, they defeated West Point, and from what I see, they if everything goes as scheduled, I think this Thursday, they're supposed to play their first game at their newly done field at Arab City Park. Wow. So, uh, they're playing real good ball now, and they will actually play a series with Gunnersville next week when Gunnersville gets back from spring break. I believe their baseball team is uh, playing down at the coast. I hadn't gotten any Updates. I think they were supposed to play yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, Gunnersville soccer had some big wins last week. Boys and girls both defeated Boaz, and I think they're off until next week also. So um, seems like teams this week, when you're on spring break, you're either off the whole week or you travel quite a few miles to play in a tournament. So uh, it's been an interesting week. One thing I want to do, I did want to give a shout-out to uh, – all the folks that you had on the show last week for yeah. receiving awards that you might have heard of. Coach Hill got 5A Coach of the Year for wow. girls basketball. Olivia Vandergriff got first team All-State. and She'll be back next year. She was just a junior, and then Tassie Harris got honorable mention, and she was just a sophomore, so it's wow. hard to believe, but she's got a couple more years, and not to forget about the Gunnersville boys, which have been kind of in the shadows with the girls' championship, but Brandon Fusell got second team All-State, and I really think Brandon is probably the best point guard in North Alabama, if mm. not the best or one of the best in the entire state. Wow. So, congratulations to all those athletes. Hey, Greg, did you see Olivia Vandergriff from Gunnersville? She's actually nominated for uh, Alabama Sports Writers Association Player of the Year for 5A. I did. I saw that this morning, and I really think she has got an excellent chance of getting it. And whether it's fair or not, I think one thing that goes into consideration on an award like that is did you win the state title? Yeah, mm, and I yeah. think by winning state, I think that'll give her a leg up. Now, is that fair or not to judge? You know, maybe, maybe not. But even if Gunnersville didn't win that championship game, I would still think Olivia would be very well deserving of that award. Yeah. Uh, she just had a phenomenal season. Yeah, she was awesome. I enjoyed yeah. interviewing her, Greg. Her and Taz both, they were a lot of fun. And, and like you said, junior and sophomore 
If you're any other team, that's got to be terrifying. And they don't have one senior on the team, do they? No. Yeah. No, no, they did. So that whole team plus some. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be back next year, which I mean, the expectations next year, I'm sure, are going to be championship Same. or bust, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see why they couldn't repeat. You know, the thing about this group, uh, they're so close. And that to me, that's what really makes a team is being a team and being a close-knit group, and from everything I hear, that's what these girls are. They thoroughly enjoy, you know, playing together and just being around each other and all. So that's good because a lot of teams, they they just don't really have the chemistry that they mm-hmm. should. Uh, it's kind of like, well, they might do whatever on the court and get a, you know, get some wins, but off the court, you know, they might not have much to do with each other. But this group really enjoys being around each other. They don't mind the practice. I mean, somebody like Olivia, and it takes hard work, you know, hard work pays off, and they can have a game on a Friday night, and at 6 or 7 o'clock Saturday morning, she's in the gym practicing. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just the way she is. She's got basketball on the brain, I think, 24-7. Greg, so, I didn't uh, ask her this, but you probably would know this. Does she got school scouting or Shirley? Yeah, I'm sure she does. I haven't heard much. I hadn't asked either. The one thing I did hear, I asked somebody during the state finals in Birmingham about it, and I think she already maybe has an offer on the table from UAH. Wow. Um, which would be very good. Uh, big... Nothing against UAH, but I think maybe she could even get better. Now, high good, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, she's not a real tall player, but I mean, she's not real short either. Uh, you know, how high can she go? Um, I don't know. I don't see why she couldn't get some offers from smaller D1 schools. Yeah. And, you know, she still has another year to go and develop even more. So, right. as a junior, to have an offer on the table, supposedly, by UAA. That's uh, a big deal. I, I consider that pretty strong for a yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, Greg, it is never disappointment to talk to you. The legend. On this show. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Y'all have a good one. That sound lets you know where you can find the Varsity Radio Show when we are no longer in the studio. And you can go to Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. You can go to Instagram, Varsity underscore Radio underscore show also over on twitter at varsity radio 885 and then podcast everywhere apple spotify pocket cast google podcast and iheart radio hey we want to tell you again about a glorious place to eat a burger and it's called char burger is a great option in this marshall county area the they are the home of the famous char grill wildcat burger philly cheesesteaks and jumbo crispy onion rings and then B&B Video Games. Yeah, down in Albertville, one of our favorite sponsors. They host, they can host groups. Uh, such a great, fun experience. It really is. And so, hey, we are so glad for everybody who listens to the show, who follows the Varsity Radio Show. You guys are amazing, and you make this so wonderful. We hope to see you back next Tuesday. Same Varsity time, same Varsity place, 88.5 JFM.